What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right on time, Big Sills, March 8th, wink, wink, 2022. Thank you. Because <laughs> this will be a day that people will remember. I mean, I can't remember an NFL day like this in a long time. Maybe back to the Herschel Walker trade when Jimmy Johnson sent Herschel to the Minnesota Vikings for all those draft choices earlier in the day. Reported deal with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Four years, $200 million, $50 million per. That got knocked to the second page of the NFL sports page and of the sports page in general with the news that just came out that Seattle has sent quarterback Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. By the way, guys, by the way, will you guys give Big Sill some love here? Remember what I did on my mock draft. What did I tell you? With the ninth pick, Seattle takes Kenny Pickett. I said to you that Seattle is moving off of Russell Wilson. I did my mock draft like two weeks ago right here on the National Football Show. All of you guys said you're crazy. We said that, hey, I believe that Seattle's moving off. And reportedly, this deal has been being worked on for about two weeks. I thought that both sides were just ready to move. Russell Wilson and Seattle. And so what they're doing is they want to go back to a rookie contract. The same way that Pete Carroll had a rookie contract with Russell Wilson. So that they can retool that football team. That's kind of where they are now. Seattle wants to get back on a rookie contract. Because they know the only way that they can rebuild that team. And you're talking about a 70-year-old. A 70-year-old coach that now is going to be put in charge of rebuilding the team. I think Russell Wilson just basically looked at it and said this. Hey, man, I'm pulling the ripcord. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Guys, hit the like button. We appreciate you coming aboard. I know what the big question is. Okay? I know what the big question is. 
Where were the Eagles in this? Well, from all reports and early reports, there was a deal on the table from the Washington Commanders on trying to land Russell Wilson, and he vetoed it. So he did not want to come, or Seattle did not want to trade him inside the division. So you've got to put it in that context. Both parties went like this. Let's see if we can move off of our current contract here. And if it's going to be somewhere, it's got to be in the AFC. It can't be in the NFC. So, yeah, Hugh, Washington tried to land, as I said they would, they're trying to land a quarterback. I don't know who that's going to eventually be. It could be Carson Wentz. Wentz could be coming back to the NFC East. They are moving off of Tyler Heineke. Where were the Eagles in this? How does this signing of the Denver Broncos affect the Philadelphia Eagles? I think big time. Don't you guys agree? And look at it this way from the Eagles' perspective now. Who's the top quarterback in the top team in the NFC going into 2022 as we talk here on March 8th? Tell me who you think. Stafford? Rodgers? Dak? Look where we're starting to get closer to Jalen Hurts here. Kyler Murray? Who else? Who after Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, and Aaron Rodgers? Who else? After four quarterbacks in the NFC, who else? Kirk Cousins? Now we start to get really down in the dirty uh, part of the quarterback shuffle here. Kirk Cousins? Jimmy Garoppolo? Who else? Right. Chris, Jared Goff? Who? Jameis Winston maybe back in New Orleans? Yeah. Chalk it up, Sports Philly. Rogers, Stafford, Dak, Kyler, and Cousins. Wouldn't you put Jalen Hurts sixth? Give me another guy. If you're, And by the way, if you're Howie Roseman, you got to look at it like this. We got better today. You moved Russell Wilson out of the NFC. The NFC, chalk it up sports, is totally wide open. So if you're Howie Roseman now, do you really do this? You know, let's push all the chips in on Deshaun Watson. Why? You've got one of the top five or six teams in the NFC now. With Jalen Hurts as your quarterback on a rookie contract, financially, financially, and we'll talk about the salary cap, financially, Philadelphia is in the best position of any team in the conference. Tell me I'm wrong. You're in the best position. Now watch this. Man, we could have got Russell Wilson. Not necessarily. You don't know Russell Wilson wanted to play in Philly. And you don't know if Seattle put a requirement on it. We're not trading him in the conference. All the details have yet to come out yet on that. 
You just don't know what the parameters were on both sides agreeing to part ways. Okay, we'll send you somewhere, but we're not sending you in the NFC. I don't want Russell Wilson coming back in a playoff game, maybe. And going up to Seattle and beating us, not happening. So, was this a bad day for Xander was like this. I mean, he's like, man, we could have been in. Maybe. Maybe. He actually thinks also that, you know, Deshaun Watson's price tag may come down. I don't think so. I think the price tag goes up. Because if you're seeing all these teams, and after what we saw in the playoffs, you need one of those guys. There is no question the value of the quarterback position is so much in a demand right now that there's a massive market for Carson Wentz. There is a massive market for Carson Wentz. He could play in Tampa. He could play in New Orleans. Washington may get him. And some of you are going like this. Carson Wentz, though, dude, he's not a very good quarterback. Well, there aren't a lot of good quarterbacks in the conference now. You've got a few great ones, and the rest are okay. Dak Prescott is a fine quarterback. I wouldn't call his ass elite. Kyler Murray, I'm questioning leadership now, plus his durability. You're in the AFC. Look at all the look at all the quarterbacks in the AFC now. I mean, really. Talk to me after the draft, Big Sills. We'll see, man. Philly doesn't have a quarterback. Neither does half of the conference. Everybody loves Denver, the mountains, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I wonder how. Russell Wilson's going to like having to play Patrick Mahomes twice, Derek Carr twice, and Justin Herbert twice. We'll see how that works out. He actually goes, look at what the AFC West looks like now with Denver having Wilson in it. <laughs> okay, the A. The NFC West used to be great. How about the AFC West now? Look at the four look at the quarterbacks you have in that division now. Holy cow. Winning the AFC West is probably going to be a ticket to get you to the AFC Conference Championship game. I mean, look at that, man. Derek Carr. Derek Carr may be the least in that in that division. Justin Herbert. They just re-signed Mike Williams to a $60 million contract. $20 million a year. Hey, right? You got Josh McDaniel now, too, the head coach. Of the Raiders, Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. Now you got Wilson in that division. Holy cow, man. Lawrence goes, I'm depressed. Why your football team has elevated itself today, Lawrence? You're depressed because you don't have the shiny guy at the wheel that you want. You don't like the fact that Jalen is a meat and potato guy and he's not one of the shiny lures that are out there in the NFL. It's okay. Welcome to the big city, Sierra. I think Sierra's been to a few big cities in her concert days. Dan says Philly, Philly roster has way too many holes this offseason. 
won't fix it all. Jeremiah, I'm sure he's thought of that. He played Rodgers since he's been in. Mahomes can be had. I'm not talking about that, dude. I'm talking about the division as a general when it comes to look at the great quarterbacks that are in that division. That's not going to be a cakewalk to win the AFC West. We don't have that many holes. Linebacker, quarterback, wide receiver can be covered easily this offseason. Absolutely, Reyes. And because what's the most important thing that you guys have going for you right now? What do you think the most important thing is going on for Philadelphia right now? What do you think? What do you think the most important thing? is the fact that you have cap collateral and you have the draft picks. Now, I will ask you this. You think one of the reasons Russell Wilson didn't want to come to Philadelphia is because of Howie Roseman? There's no question Russell Wilson wasn't going to play in Washington. Not playing for Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder's not... Daniel Snyder is going to land a desperate quarterback, not a quarterback who is looking for a place to go win a Super Bowl. If you're an elite quarterback, you're not going to Washington. Why you're not going to Washington? Because you have a dumbass owner in the NFL in that city running that team. It's been a train wreck since Daniel Snyder has owned the Washington team. You can't even get the fucking name right. You lost all your heritage because you bent over to the woke society. Half the people look at that organization now and go, Daniel Snyder runs it. I'm not going, why would, why would Russell Wilson in his life think about playing in Washington? By the way, for the record, I'd love to play in Washington, but I'm not playing for him. Not playing for him. Five large Rams win NFC. Dallas is falling apart. Man, Dallas right now is trying to put Humpty Dumpty back together again because the salary cap has broken that roster in half. You guys are sitting in a position. Don't be pissed off today. Don't be down. You actually got better today by doing nothing. And it didn't cost you anything. Yeah, but I want Russell Wilson. I get it. You're not landing that guy now. You know why? The place is not that inviting. The Here, Guys, I'm going to be brutally honest with you. Philadelphia is not an inviting place right now to come and play. It's not. The decision-making issues has to be a problem for an elite guy. Now, if I'm Russell Wilson, why would I want to come to Philadelphia with the limited wideouts you have? Because you guys have a good run game? That matter, probably, when they were looking around the room. You know, somebody, his agent probably went like this. What about Philly? Got a great running game. Yeah, but the GM gets in the way. They just fired a Super Bowl winning coach. They just fired a Super Bowl winning coach. Okay, I mean, you fired Doug Peterson. You know how many people in the NFL have great respect for Doug Peterson and what he accomplished in Philadelphia with two two backup uh, quarterbacks running the team? himself and Frank Reich, and then a backup quarterback delivering the goods and winning a Super Bowl. You know how much respect he has? A lot. Okay? Look, guys, I'm not... You know, one thing you're going to get with me all the time 
And, you know, this is always, and you know what, this is always when people say, well, you're controversial. I'm not controversial in anything I do. I'm just speaking the truth. Why would I want to come to Philly right now? If I'm Deshaun Watson, how about this? Guys, ask yourself this question. Let's be, let's have real talk today. Let's have a real conversation today. Let me ask you this. You think Russell Wilson wants to play in Philly? Ask, ask yourself, yes or no? And don't add anything to it. Yes or no? Do you think Russell Wilson, excuse me, Deshaun Watson wants to play in Philadelphia right now? Howie Roseman knows the answer to this already because he's probably kicked the tires. He probably kicked the tires on Russell Wilson. Right, guys. Hugh picking right. Why would he want to come here? What's sexy about Philly? Jeremiah, it's obvious. Why? Why? Half the league's going to go after him still. Okay? Even if you take the Denver Broncos. How about this? What if Seattle lands to Sean Watson? You guys ever think of that? Seattle got fleeced. Well, Seattle now has draft commodities to call Houston up and say, I'll take Deshaun Watson. Nobody in their mind is putting those pieces together. How do you know Deshaun's not number one on their list now? Well, we just got all these draft choices and players from Denver. Nick Casario. We're going to give you the two first-rounders that we have, okay? And we're going to give you Jamal Adams, and we'll take Deshaun Watson. Because Xander said something that was interesting. Dude, look at the price tag he got Wilson for at 32. Two ones and players. And you know what? Denver even got a fourth-rounder back in the deal. How do you know Seattle's not going to go after Watson now? 28 years or 26 years old. How do you know that? Hey, Deshaun, how'd you like to come and play for Pete Carroll for a couple of years here? I'm not retiring anytime soon. I'm going to coach until I'm 73. All of a sudden, you get Deshaun Watson in Seattle. All of a sudden, that dynamic looks a little different, doesn't it? Hey, Seattle got fleeced. Well, not if they land that kid. Not if they land that guy. You think Seattle's going to sit around and be non-relevant? With Drew Locke as their quarterback? That's a joke. Carroll's trying to get in the Hall of Fame. You think he's going to have four shitty years at the end of his resume in Seattle? Come on, man. That's like Bill Belichick is chasing down Don Shula. He's chasing down Don Shula for the all-time single season or no, uh, all-time regular season wins total. Okay? Too much rain. Bags of money, man, are a hell of an umbrella when you're throwing big money around at people. I see Willis getting drafted by the Seahawks. Okay? Well, I said Seattle sitting in the ninth hole two weeks ago. I kind of thought this was coming, that they were getting ready to move off of this. But again, why would I want to come and play in Philly? 
man, how he should have been in this thing here. And how do you know he wasn't? They probably exonated it in Seattle because one, here, get this. Why would Seattle trade Russell Wilson to the Philadelphia Eagles, who are this close from going to the NFC Championship game with a quarterback like Russell Wilson? Why in the world would they do that to make another conference team stronger? Why would I do that? Why, why, why would I do that? Yeah, you know what? I feel like making the Eagles a Super Bowl contender. Let's send Russell Wilson. That sounds idiotic in its own self. Everyone knows the Eagles have all the draft picks, all the money. So Seattle's just going to help him out and send him a Hall of Fame quarterback at 32? Come on, man. Use your common sense. That's a dumb conversation. (laughs) Seattle's not sending Russell Wilson to the Philadelphia Eagles. And Russell looks at the quarterback, uh, the quarterback situation the last two years, and then he looks at the room, the wide receiver room, and he goes, I don't know. It's not where I'm going. Smile, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yes, we did. I said Seattle will take a quarterback at number nine. Depending on what they do in free agency here. But I I, I think they're going to take a quarterback at nine now. Yeah, now we, we put that out there. Seals, what player would you move up in the draft? We'll get into all that. Today is a bombshell day. Big Pickett says Denver is a quarterback away. Makes sense. Quarterback away? Hey, man, that defense really played well last year. It really did. That was probably one, probably one of the more inviting things for Russell Wilson was the fact that um, that Denver's defense had a really good ranking last year. Paul says the Eagles are not a complete team. Paul, you don't have to be a complete team in the NFC. You don't have to be, okay? There's no way you have to be. That's why they signed all these wide receivers. Dude, Jalen Rager and Devontae Smith doesn't make Russell Wilson pick his head up and go like this. Wow. Okay. And I get Denver. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Denver's group and them signing all those wideouts, when you put Judy in the room, Judy versus Devontae. I don't know. I'm sorry. I think the kid in Denver's better. Then again, no disrespect to Devontae, but I think that kid in Miami is better than the kid in Philly. Just an opinion. Okay? I think the kid in Miami out of Bama is better. That's just an opinion. Okay? And by the way, when I say that, I still think Devontae's a great football player. But I think the kid in Miami's better. The kid Judy in Denver's better. Again, just personal preference. Waddle, yes. Mari Cooper to the Broncos? Holy cow. They're going to do everything they possibly can. Okay, to what you're praying for if you're Denver, that nobody, and oh, by the way, know this. What's even greater now? Mari Cooper's contract's not getting picked up. You think somebody's going to pick up a $20 million contract? That guy's going to clear waivers on March 18th. And he's going to pick a team. And you know what that team may be? The Denver Broncos. 
I'm going to go play in Denver if I'm Amari Cooper. Why would I play in Philly? Money. Okay. Hey, Chris, I'm not hating on him. Okay. Dwayne, really? Okay. Again, it's personal preference. I think Waddle's, I think Waddle was Waddle was a better player at Bama until he got injured. It's just an opinion, man. You may not like the opinion. I don't really care. Okay. Okay, I I, I don't. I, I think Waddle's more of a talent. I saw him at Bama and I it's just a personal preference. Whatever. I think the, by the way, Judy, Devontae, and Waddle are all great players. Those three guys are going to make Pro Bowls after Pro Bowl. I like the other two. It's personal preference. You may like them because you like them doesn't mean I do. Like Jamar Chase. I think Chase is a spectacular player. I do. But you know what? I look at him and I go, okay. I could use a lot more. I could use an offensive tackle more than I could use him and Cincy. Quarterback will make every... Wide receiver that goes through that building, better player, okay? I don't need a high-flying wide receiver. I like to, let's do this, okay? I know everybody's talking about Cooper Cup being this, like, superstar wide receiver. Cooper Cup was not a superstar wide receiver until Matthew Stafford showed up. And when you look at all these so-called high-profiled wideouts, look at the last couple Super Bowls. Mike Evans, okay, he's probably a high-profile guy. Would you consider him one of the greatest in the game? Maybe a little bit, right? Cup had a historical year. But do you think he's DeAndre Hopkins? You think Cooper Cup is better than DeAndre Hopkins? Who says that? Godwin got tagged by the Buccaneers. How many people think that Cooper Cup is better than DeAndre Hopkins? Okay. Cooper Cup, hey, Lawrence, Cooper Cup is not bald. He's had one year. That's not balling. He had a career year. Okay? Lawrence, there's no way that Cup is better than Andre Hopkins. Not close. Okay? Not close. Hopkins is the best third down wideout I've seen since Michael Irvin. Okay, this year, Cup was better. Like I said, I don't look at a prism of 17 games. I take everybody's chapters and put them together and look at the book of where they are right now. You guys are looking through a small prism. I'm looking at what the guy has done as a trend for his career. Okay. This year, yes, great. I wasn't talking that. See, taking 5% of what I say and not really putting it into the context of the conversation. You guys got to look at the body of work and where the player is today. Do I, hey, by the way, do I think that Cooper Cup will duplicate that year? No way. No way. These defensive coordinators are going to do everything they can in their power to double-team that guy. And they're going to make Woods, and when Beckham comes back in November, beat him. We'll see. 
if you can get through a 17-game season, having a guy double-teamed and having those numbers cut in half. You think you're just going to let Cooper Cup run down the sidelines on you again in another year? These coordinators are just going to let that guy get free reign, line up uh, uh, wide in a Y or Z, and you think he's going to have nobody on him any longer? That's changed. He now has the target, which means everybody else on that team, like Woods and Beckham and whoever they bring in, has to be open. We'll see. Rams are second in the NFL being over the cap. They got to get down by March 18th. That's next week. Actually, I think they have to be under the cap by today because it came out 2082. We'll get we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Guys, your Eagles got better today. Your Eagles got better. Marcus says. We getting Watson, they're sending out private investigators. <laughs> Eagles got to get a real quarterback now. Why? You're probably the fifth best team in the conference now. With Jalen. With Jalen. Well, I know where you're going. With Deshaun Watson, you're probably the best team in the conference. Look at what one player could do for your team right now. If you got Deshaun Watson, you'd be the best player – You'd have the best chance of winning the conference. Rams are not repeating. Too much in salary cap hell. Look at what the Cowboys are doing. The Cowboys aren't going to be the same. You know what's funny? People are ranking the Cowboys as one of the better teams right now in the NFC. How can you do that when you're going to cut Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence? How are you saying that? You don't think that's going to have a direct impact on I'm, I'm Dan Quinn's defense losing a guy like Lawrence. Or you don't think like you're looking at how the Cowboys moved the chains with Amari Cooper. That you're going to see that, well, they're not going to be able to move the chains like they did in the past because you got CD lamb and then Michael Gallup. Okay. That sounds good. But Cooper was the game changer for Dak. Well, am I not right? Alex says the Cowboys are regressing. Absolutely. Should the Eagles sign Amari Cooper? Beast, why would we in a million years pick up that contract? You're going to pick a $20 million wide receiver contract up for a guy who acts like Casper the Ghost sometimes? That guy's high. Sometimes you see him. Sometimes you don't. That guy, that guy's mysteriously absent in huge games. And by the way, every time I watch him against the Eagles, this guy had a hangnail or he had like a Midol attack or something. This guy had the cramps or something. Every time. Every time he played the Eagles, there was something up because he didn't want to be in a physical ball game against a physical football team. Dude's Casper the Ghost half the time in big games. We want no former... Philly, why wouldn't you say... That's not... That's not common sense. You give me Demarcus Lawrence, I'll put him on that Philadelphia Eagle team in 10 seconds. Make my opponent and my rival weaker, and I get some intel on what they're doing on defense. Gee, how is that not an asset? Don't look at it like that, guys. Okay? Can you see how he's going in for DK? DK Metcalf is the worst route runner in the league. He's great in a straight line. 
He's built like a brick shit house. But you know what? I don't know. Amendola and Edelman are more productive than he is. Because of quarterback. DK Metcalf now with who? Geno Smith? Drew Locke? <laughs> okay, we'll see what that guy does. Guys, I hope I'm not coming off too harsh here on you. But you are where your feet are. Okay? This is who you are, the Eagles. Deal with it. It's like walking by Nordstrom's or Bloomingdale's. Man, that suit looks great. That thing would look dope on me, man. Then you look at the price tag. And you go like this. Wow, 4000 bucks for that thing. Hmm. I'm happy with who I am. Let's just work harder and see if we can get there one day. That's what the Eagles have to do. The Eagles have to work hard at what they have. They have draft commodity. Their house is not built yet for it to be conducive to want to come and play. Some would say this. Why, why is Denver? And Denver's in a flux, too, when it comes to ownership. Okay, the Dolans, uh, Pat, Pat Boland's family is not going to own that, that football team very much longer. I don't know who's going to own it. Okay, so that's an issue. But you still have John Elway in the building. Don't think John Elway didn't have some say in this. You know he did. So they've had Peyton Manning and now Russell Wilson in the last 10 years want to come and play in Denver. Okay? Personally, guys, I think Philadelphia is a phenomenal city, and I'd want to come play there. Okay? I'd want to come play there because there's been great heritage in defensive football players. Plus, you're in the NFC East. My question would be Jonathan Gannon. Does he really know how to use defensive tackles? Fletcher Cox was good kind of in the second half of the year. And I would look at that and go, man, Fletcher Cox wasn't all that. And he's an $18 million guy for them coming up this year. And I would look at Hardgrave and go, got out to a great start, but then got slowed up. Injuries, what have you. Ineffective ability to use him right. I would look at that. Guy has no edge rusher as of now. That's going to affect our coverages, and we're going to be on the field longer, which means this. We're going to have a lower ranking in defense, which they didn't because of the way they played in the second half. People just got to have a little bit of faith in how he rose. We're going to do, we're, we're going to hit on that. We're going to hit on that, by the way, okay? We really are. By the way, guys, do me a favor. I got to do it again. Ready? You guys ready here? The weed whacker. The weed whacker here. We got support with big sales here from our friends at Manscaped. And it's all brought to you by Manscaped. These guys are the best below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped protects the family jewels, as I say, like Big Sills does, better than Fort Knox. Listen, guys, I know you're used to talking about balls. You know why? How many years did we go on talking about Tom Brady's balls? The flake gate, you know? This is what we got going on here. Join the over 4 million men worldwide that trust Manscaped. And get this, we got an exclusive offer for you. Please do me a favor, 20% off. Free worldwide shipping. If you use the code Cilio, S as in Sam, I-L-E-O, manscaped.com. Now, if my math is right, let me see here. 
That's 8 million balls. That's right. Okay. I'm going to do something I did yesterday. You guys ready? I'm going to show you my package. Oh, wait. Okay. Here's my package. Look at what I got here. This will be sent to you. That says right there, your balls will thank you. Thank you. Look at that. Look at that there, man. By the way, legendary weed whacker. Legendary weed whacker. You guys like my package? Surely enough, you did, man. The legendary weed whacker, too. Get 20% off of free shipping. Use the promo code Silio, S as in Sam, I-L-E-O, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping with manscaped.com. Use the promo code Silio. That's S as in Sam, I-L-E-O. Unlock your confidence and do me a favor, guys. Make sure you use the right tools for the right time and the right job. That's right. That's manscaping. Do me a favor. Tell them your boy Silio sent you. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy Big Sales. Do me a favor, guys. Please hit the like button. You guys are great. Here, are you guys disappointed today? Xander was disappointed. He's like, damn, man. 
We could eat, get this, and we would have still had one of our first rounders. Two ones, two twos, three players. We could easily have done that. And again, that makes me believe, guys, that the Seahawks were not going to send Russell Wilson in the division. Alex says, no, not disappointed. I'm not. You shouldn't be. Your team got elevated in the NFC due, by, due to the math. You got a franchise quarterback out of the conference. Do you not understand that? And he's had a rookie deal. You got a couple more years of this guy only making a million bucks. Dude, you're going to be able to build your football team. Now, watch this. Are the Eagles now a Super Bowl contending team? I don't know about Super Bowl contending, but they're clearly a playoff team now. The Eagles are a playoff team. You're you're one of the top six teams in the in the conference, don't you think? Seattle's not any longer. One thing you watch this. One thing you knew going in to every year, Seattle was a contender for the Super Bowl, right? Seattle's not even a contender right now for the playoffs. Gary says no. Gary, you don't think your football team is a contender for the playoffs? Really? You're not getting the hard schedule because you were a wild card team. The Cowboys are going to get the more difficult schedule. Five Star says, I'm happy about the information that was provided to us today. Wait, what did the Eagles do? That's right, Maniac. Nothing. Sometimes your best moves are doing nothing. You know who said that to me? Pat Riley. Some of his greatest moves are not doing the move. Okay? Big Pickett says we make the playoffs. I'll tell you what, how about this? Expectations now have been raised, right? Expectations have been raised in Philadelphia. I know you're going like this. Dan, we have Jalen Hurts. Okay, let's name the quarterbacks better than Jalen Hurts in the NFC right now. Let's play a game. Stafford, Kyler Murray, Rodgers. Stafford, Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins. Who else? There's four. Who else is better than Jalen right now? Anybody in Washington? No. Anybody in New York with the Giants? No. How about in New Orleans? No. How about in Carolina? No. Atlanta. Matt Ryan's better. He's not on a better team, though. Matt Ryan's better. See, Chicago, (laughs) no. I said already Cousins. Lions, (laughs) I'll take Jalen over golf. I got five guys right now. Dak, okay. There's six. Again, though, here, maybe the better question would be this, guys. The better question, 
You think Seattle's better now than um, Philly? No. Rams are going to be way different. Cowboys are in salary cap hell. Green Bay's got to make – hey, so Green Bay, Devontae Adams has been tagged, right? He's going to be franchise tagged. That's $20 million. You got $70 million in two players. If the numbers are right with Aaron Rodgers, $70 million on a 208.2 salary cap. 70 in two players. You have, you know, your, your, your money on your old line, your other wideouts, your depth, and you haven't even got to the defensive side of the football yet. They're going to lose a ton of players in Green Bay. I'm looking forward. If I were the Eagles, Howie Roseman's got to be sitting back going like this. Shit, man, we're getting better just sitting here. I got all my draft picks. Hey, and you know what I would do, too, for Deshaun Watson in Houston? If I were Howie, would I really pick the phone up right now after Russell Wilson leaves the NFC and maybe a little bit to Xander's point? Hey, Houston, you need to call me. I got three first-rounders. You might need to call me. Because I'll tell you, a team panicking now is Seattle. Sydney, big sills. Love the passion. Patterson, Connor, Penny are all available and can catch. Penny with the best upside with about 600 yards in the last five games behind two worst passing O lines. You must be talking about Rashad Penny. I'm not high on Rashad Penny, Sydney, and thank you very much, my friend. I, I, you know, I watched him at San Diego State. I thought he was spectacular, but I don't know. How about this? You put Deshaun Watson in Seattle, though. Okay? If I'm Nick Casario, and I see what that – to Xander's point, though, here, because Xander goes like this, man, two ones, two twos, three players. Russell Wilson, a Hall of Fame guy. You think Deshaun Watson's going to command more? The only reason I think he commands maybe more is because he's 26. And I think he's a better passer. It's my evaluation of him. Hey, man, Steve, that's right, baby. I thought it was more 38, Steve. That Watson is going to be owed by the Texans. I thought it was 38. First year of that deal is 38. He was, Alex. I thought I, Rashad had a couple hundred yard games. And I was, I was impressed. I was like, holy cow, man, there he is. I hadn't seen him in three years. And I know he's been battling injuries up in Seattle. I've talked to Warren Moon about him numerous times. Anthony says, Dan, what if we start 0-2 and Jalen is playing bad? That would be such a terrible look because we had a chance to get a guy in here. Anthony, that's the gamble you're taking on a rookie contract. Absolutely. It's totally the gamble you're taking. How about, hey, you think that's a gamble? Anthony, tell me if this is a gamble. Bill Belichick had to make a choice between going back to a first $100 million guy in NFL history, Drew Butzel. Let's not forget that. Belichick went like this. He's the first $100 million quarterback, Drew Bledsoe. And the Patriots gave it to him. 
He wins a playoff game against Pittsburgh. Belichick's got to go, nah, I'm going with the six-rounder. Really? You're going to go to Bob Kraft and say, you know the guy we just signed for $100 million? I'm going to go with the six-round guy. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I missed that. We just gave that guy $18 million in a signing bonus. Yeah, I know, but I'm not going there. Well, Bill, it better work. Then he turns around in the offseason, trades him to the Bills in the division. Just the ultimate kicking your ass out the door. Dude, I don't think shit of you over this guy, Brady. I'm going to put you even in my own division and not worry about you. That's gangster. That's gangster. <laughs> Man, hey, listen. I don't care what you do. Where you go? Here's Buffalo. <laughs> I play them twice and I get to see Bledsoe twice. Just made him the first $100 million quarterback. Patriots didn't give a shit. Completely gangster. <laughs> Woo! Bobby says Watson's going to need the $38 million with civil suits. No, he's not. Isn't it funny how people have already said he's guilty? It's funny, the NFL hasn't. NFL or the Houston Texans or the attorney. So, Bobby, where are you getting your information from? The NFL, the local district attorney, who's not tied into the NFL at all, has not charged him with a crime. But you think you know better? What, 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 hey, help us out. Give us some insight. What do you, what you know more on Deshaun Watson? By the way, my friend, I'm not ripping you. I'm just, maybe you know more than we do. Because I haven't seen any charges yet. Have you? He's been charged? He has not been charged. Don't you find that weird? That's why I don't give a shit about it. Until the league says something, until the league puts him on the commissioner's exempt list, I could give a shit about that. Right? The media has, well, you know, and I, and, and, and I heard the birds talking about it. I heard John and Jody saying that, you know, hey, you know he's going to spend time um, being suspended. I don't know that. Nor does anyone else. Come on, it's all these. Well, we're, we're, we're. Usually, when somebody does something, conduct detrimental to the league, you're suspended. Do you know that Calvin Ridley, this story today that he bet $1,500, he's going to get more of a punishment than what Deshaun Watson would have gotten? Just to put things in proper perspective, Calvin Ridley, okay? Calvin Ridley is going to do more time on the commissioner's exempt list than what Deshaun Watson. I think what the Players Association and what the league are going to do, and this is why teams are lining up around the building against um, all this stuff that's out there in the media. They're lining up around the Texans building trying to put trade offers on the table. You know why? Because I believe the Players Association in the league and Deshaun are going to get it retroed that last year, they're going to count that as a suspended year. He didn't play it down. He was paid. You know, he was active in every game last year. Why do you think the Texans didn't play him? You find you none of this, all the 22 accusations. You guys got every answer to that, but you don't have the answer to this. Why'd you pay him and why was he active? For all 17 games. 
Think of that. Calvin Ridley will spend more time on the commissioner's exemplist than what Deshaun Watson will because he gambled on the game. This guy's accused of sexually assaulting women, and he'll do less time. Oh, I forgot about that. That's why Roger Goodell makes $65 million a year. Yeah, well, you know, gambling. We can't have anything hurt the shield. Boy, I'll tell you what, man. Are all They did all their investigating? So the NFL investigated? Wow. The NFL investigated Calvin Ridley and suspended him for the entire year for 1500 bucks. But you guys had the answers, or some of you, on Deshaun Watson's 22 sexual assault allegations, civil suits. Don't you find that fucking weird? You don't think that that is like, it contradicts reality. I'm going to put a guy on the, on the shelf for a full year because he bet 1500 bucks. By the way, he wasn't even playing last year. He bet on the Falcons, though. Oh, okay. You got a guy who's accused of raping 22 women, but hey, you know, we're going to pay him and he's cool. <laughs> oh, whoa, all right. By the way, way, Rick Goslin, talk of fame, covers the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are in salary cap hell. Hey, watch this. By the 18th, you're going to be better than the Cowboys. Rick's going to tell you why. You're going to be better than the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Chris, I know that Pete Rose story always comes up. I get asked that question every now and then. I'm sick of answering it, but I don't think you guys know my my place on that. I've always said this to you, and I'll say this to anybody who has ever watched me or listened to me. How I feel about a particular athlete, if you can't tell that sport's history, Without mentioning his name, you don't have a Hall of Fame. Like, you can't tell the history of Major League Baseball without Pete Rose's name coming up. All-century team, 41-25, all-time hit leader, all-star five different positions, was unarguably the greatest lineup in the history of Major League Baseball, the Big Red Machine. There wasn't a weakness in that lineup It's like murderer's row of the modern day. The 75-76 Reds were as good as you can get when it comes to a lineup. Perez, Rose, Bench. Some of these guys are the best players in the history of their positions. Griffey Sr., Geronimo, Concepcion. I mean, they were everywhere. I mean, you know, even Concepcion one year hit 300. And he made the – almost every guy on that big red machine made the Hall of – made the – all-Star game. You can't tell the history of baseball without Rose. And Rose and Bonds and Clemens, Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame is incomplete. It's a joke. You can't tell the history of baseball without Clemens and Bonds and Rose. And for that matter, really, Shoeless Joe. Isn't it funny? Shoeless Joe is banned from the sport from the Hall of Fame. But yet the 1919 World Series doesn't have an asterisk around it. 
says on there that the Reds won the World Series over the White Sox slash Black Sox. But baseball didn't want to image or injure its own brand. So what they did was they took it on to the players, which is normal for leagues. That's what leagues do. Okay? <laughs> uh, CNN just said that the Eagles signed Deshaun Watson and grabbed DKM too. Oh, okay. <laughs> CNN. Hey, there's a reliable source. Don't they have a show like Reliable Sources? It's That show should be named more like Unreliable Sources. Hey, by the way, real quick. <laughs> hey, how much credit are you guys giving Howie Roseman for what he's done for your football team? You know what some of you guys are doing right now? Damn, Howie. How come you didn't make a run at Russell? You have not one guy that's going to be salary franchise tag today because of all the deals he did last year during the season and getting hometown cooking deals like with Malata. Okay, I mean, really, it's been a stroke of genius. Today, the Philadelphia Eagles got better. Okay. Yeah, Brian Stelter. Oh my God, that guy is the biggest piece of crap on the planet. Yeah, he, you know, he's tweeted at me too. I said, doesn't it bug you, man, that your network is constantly being fact-checked? And he's like, well, it wasn't our headline. Some, I was like, bro, when are news sources ever fact-checked? If you're a news department or you're a news network, how could you be fact-checked? I mean, I remember when I got my start in broadcasting in Vegas. I worked as a producer for the 6 and the um, 11 o'clock news on KT, KTTV, Channel 13. I remember I got a couple of the Chirons wrong one time. I come walking back, and Ron Fertrell, who was my boss, goes, hey, don't worry about it. You get two of the three days, you know, right? Don't worry about it. We're only the fucking news. I went, okay, I get it. Dude, we can't be wrong on Chirons. We can't be. Okay, we're the news. What I do now is different. I mean, it's more, you know, opinionated stuff. But he's like this. Dude, you can't be wrong. We're the freaking news. Right? Isn't it funny how Jalen Hurts, though? Isn't it funny how he's now one of the better quarterbacks in the NFC? That's making me do this. Do the Eagles really need to make a move? Right? Can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers had retired? Can you imagine if he had retired? Jalen might be the fifth best quarterback in the conference. Seals, we need a quarterback. <laughs> really? You got the sixth best team in the league right now, maybe. Here, who's better than the Eagles? Let's just do for shits and giggles. Rams, Packers. I don't think the Cowboys anymore. No way. No way. 
Not with the salary cap hell they're in. No way. And I'm even debating those two. Who's better? What team? What teams? Tell me. What teams are better than the Eagles right now? In the NFC. Rams, Packers, Bucks? No. Uh, Carolina? No. Minnesota? Maybe comparable? Um, San Francisco? Yeah. 49ers. Let's see. With Jalen Hurts on your team. With Jalen Hurts. 49ers, Packers, Rams. Cardinals? Yes. No way am I putting Dallas up there. No way. I got four teams. Give me. The Eagles are the fifth best team in the conference? NFC, Marcus, NFC, see if we can stay in there. Got to win your conference to get to the Super Bowl. I don't give a shit about the AFC. AFC's loaded. Are the Eagles the fifth best team right now, sitting today, because of what Howie Roseman has done? Guys, your general manager, Bucks are not better without Brady. Really? Kyle Trask is going to lead them to a better record than the Eagles. Kyle Trask in a rookie starter for the Bucks. Matt Hatter, your Eagles, because you weren't better than Seattle with Russell on the team. <laughs> Bucks are beatable. Absolutely. By the way, I can't wait to talk to Rick Goslin. Dallas Morning News forever. Now he's with Talk of Fame Network. I can't wait to hear him. I guarantee you, he is not high on the Dallas Cowboys prospects. And by the way, I'll ask him the question. Do you think you overpaid for Dak? You think Jerry regrets it now? You think he regrets it? Guys, guys were awesome. Please do me a favor. Hit the like button. We're going to hit on all this. And by the way, your general manager made you better without doing anything because of all the things. I'll explain. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. 
imagine for a moment that you went to work today and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back, National Football Show. It's your boy Big Sales. Guys, thank you so much. Fast first hour. Fast first hour, especially when the news is electric like that. Today was one of the biggest days I've ever seen in the NFL. Two superstar players making huge news. And it really does affect a lot of teams, especially the NFC East teams. Um, Hit that like button again. Rick Goslin, who worked for the Dallas Morning News, Hall of Fame voter, by the way. Um, By the way, He's the guy that made the pitch for Dick Vermeil to be a Hall of Famer. Just so you know. Okay? He's the guy. He's the guy that nominated Dick Vermeil. So we'll talk to him and get his thoughts. He covers the Cowboys. And I guarantee you the Cowboys right now are not in good shape. Now, it looks like they're going to franchise tag um, Dalton Schultz or tied in. That's $10.9 million bucks. We're going to get into the cap numbers here in a minute. But obviously the news, Russell Wilson in a trade to the Denver Broncos. Broncos send picks back. Like I said to you guys two weeks ago, we kind of thought that Seattle was going to do this. Remember I told you guys when I was doing my mock draft? I came out and I told you guys. I went, hey, man, I think Seattle's ready to move off of Russell Wilson. I think there's going to be a trade. I go, this is where I'm gambling here. Remember I said that? And then all you guys came back and go like this. Hey, Sills, that's Denver's spot. And I said, oh, yeah, that's right. I think there's going to be a trade there. I think they're going to move off of Wilson. And Seattle's going to take a quarterback, in my opinion, at nine. Or, dude, they're not going to go into the season with Drew Locke or Geno Smith. There's absolutely no way. And by the way, Seattle getting Drew Locke? How does that – I wouldn't even want that guy part of my deal. Why would Seattle take Drew Locke? I mean, 
do they think he's going to be Ryan Tannehill and you're going to reinvent this guy's career? And I just don't – I've never thought anything of him. I didn't think anything of him when he came out of college. I was like, really? That guy is a first-round pick. Wow. Geno Smith got his ass kicked in the Jets locker room. Nobody came to his defense. That's all I needed to know about him. Nobody stuck up for him. He gets his ass beat, and <laughs> nobody steps in for him. Yeah, real. You know how quarterbacks have the offensive line on their back all the time? That didn't work out in that Jets locker room for that. Dude, I'm with you, man. Hey, hey, there's a quarterback battle now, 215. It's between Geno Smith and Drew Locke in Seattle. Jimmy G to Seattle. So you think that Seattle doesn't want to trade Russell Wilson in the NFC, but you think that they'll trade Jimmy Garoppolo in the same division to Seattle. Really? <laughs> and a guy who's 36 and 16 and 5 and 2 in the postseason. So you think the 49ers are going to go, hey, Seattle, you know what? You lost a quarterback. Here's Jimmy G. They're not even sold on Trey Lance. Hey, by the way, here's something else to think about. So if you're Jordan Love in Green Bay right now, how are you feeling? Okay, so I, I haven't played really outside of the COVID game in two years. I'm not going to play for it. So the next time this guy gets on the field, this guy's going to be 28 years old. <laughs> really? You spent a first round draft choice on a guy that won't be a starter on your football team, at least at minimum. For six years. This guy must be on like a GI Bill. Smile says, Jordan Love's not getting a second contract. Well, wait a minute. So you drafted him in the first round. You played a COVID game. You saw he sucked. And then you went, eh, let's give the guy $200 million and $50 million a year. (laughs) In four years. I thought it was going to be two. You drafted a guy. In the first round. So you've come to the conclusion that Jordan Love can't play. You give that guy four years, $153 million guaranteed of it. You're basically telling Jordan Love, you can't play. <laughs> Waste the draft pick. You talk about shit in the bed. Boom. Dude. Yeah, we made a mistake on that without saying it. You don't have to. Your actions in the Aaron Rodgers contract tells us everything we need to know. The Packers don't even have to tell their fan base. You're not an idiot. So wait, you gave the guy four years, 200 million, 153 guaranteed. What about the guy you drafted two years ago? Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, him. I thought that he was the heir apparent. Uh, yeah, yeah, and four more years from now. Four more years from now? <laughs> okay. Wow. I would love to have Jordan Love's job. Okay. Here. Here's Jordan Love's job. Aaron, 
You need more ice? <laughs> hey, Aaron, how you doing? Aaron, that was a, that was a, um, that was a T-tackle blitz. And then they did a stunt in there. Did you see it? Yeah, kid, go sit down. Go get me a cup of water, too. Oh, by the way, when you're over there, hey, give me a tuna fish sandwich, too. Appreciate it. Yeah, no onions. I hate onions in my tuna fish and my tuna casserole. No onions. Yeah, Panera Bread, too. They have it. So make sure you order it for me. Yeah, don't worry. I'll give you the money you need it. I have the money now. Yeah, hey, Jordan. Here's my keys. Go park my car, kid. Wait a minute. Is there anything else I could do for you, Aaron? Nah, I'll think about it. Yeah, go get my ukulele. I'm going to be finding myself somewhere with my incense. Oh, yeah, and by the way, I won't be showing up to minicamp. You'll be taking all – you're going to become the highest-paid minicamp quarterback in history of the league. (laughs) What a fuck-up. What an absolute ridiculous move that has turned out to be. Well, Jordan Love ended up getting Aaron Rodgers his $200 million deal. Yeah, kind of in theory, it's it's true. I know, tuna casserole, Marcus. I hate tuna casserole. I shouldn't have said that. Not a tuna casserole, dude. Jimmy G to Miami. Deshaun Watson to Miami. Okay. Not saying he can't play. He's stuck behind a Hall of Famer. Why'd you draft? Why'd you draft? Okay, how many guys have you ever seen big picking sit six years behind a guy that you drafted? Remember, Steve Young was traded for. Steve Young was traded for. Walsh went and got him at the Bucks. That was a trade. And everyone assumed that Young sucked. Walsh knew better. How many guys have you ever seen drafted and they traded up to get them? <laughs> well, this guy's behind uh, the guy for six years. I think Rodgers, the most he ever sat was three. Three years, I think. No, man, he didn't sit no six years behind, five years behind Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. So you're assuming then that Jordan Love is Aaron Rodgers. And he has there. Don't you think instead of spending $200 million on Aaron Rodgers, if they thought that Jordan Love was Aaron Rodgers, they would never have offered $200 million to Aaron Rodgers. 41-year-old Aaron Rodgers? 153 of it guaranteed? No way. They would have went like this. We got our guy. They would have moved him to Denver, where the quarterback coach was in Denver, where in Green Bay. I guarantee you the Broncos had to be in conversation with that. And then when it came back to them that they were working on a contract extension for Rodgers, they shifted to the guy in Seattle. And you know who probably made those calls? You guessed it, John Elway. Hey, Kevin, what's going on in Green Bay? What are you doing? Not happening, dude. We're putting a contract extension together for the guy. No interest at all in any conversation and even starting anything. We're working on a contract for the guy. 
And this is probably going to end his career here. Okay. Thanks a lot, dude. You, you don't want to waste time trying to sell yourself with a guy because you're not going to pay $50 million for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers will because they know they don't have a succession plan. They don't want to be like the Steelers. So what do they do? They look over and they go, well, let's see. Remember Pete Carroll? Hey, by the way, I want to show you guys something. And maybe this will kind of like make you guys understand a little bit more here. Didn't Pete Carroll a week ago say that the Seattle Seahawks had zero interest in moving Russell Wilson? Guys, am I right when I say that? Didn't, didn't, didn't Pete Carroll last week say there's zero interest in Seattle moving off of Russell Wilson? Didn't he say that? I thought it was a public comment that Pete Carroll said himself. We have no interest. Zero interest. Really? And now it's coming out that they've been working on this deal for two weeks. And they get two ones, two twos, three players. You don't do that in an overnight conversation when you're drunk. And you're drunk texting. Hey, man, maybe we could get that guy in Seattle. You know? You, yeah, yeah you're, you're drunk calling the Seahawks, hey, this is Green Bay, man. What are you doing with that fucking guy up there? You, you know, we got all the – we need me all good. What would you say? I'm sorry. I'm not understanding. Yeah. Dude, man. Watson going to Fulton. Folsom Prison. Hey, man. Not yellow water. Johnny Cash. Yeah, hey, man. So, when it, so hey. Eastside Monster, what are we going to have? Uh, longest Yard 3, starring Deshaun Watson. In his booty pals. <laughs> Ain't you Deshaun Watson? Yeah. We had a guy in here by the name of Paul Crew. You ever hear of Paul Crew? He was an MVP of the league, too. Yeah, I remember Paul Crew. Kind of short in stature, right? Yeah, we're 22, right? Like Doug Flutie. Yeah. He beat the guards. We're expecting you, Deshaun, to beat the guards. Paul Crew did. You need to, too. You and Folsom, bitch. Okay? Where you think you are? Some country club in Dublin, California? Not that I know the country club jails around. <laughs> right? OJ is coach. I don't know, man. I think the juice is busy on a golf course now. Yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah, baby. R. Kelly's your wideout. He's probably a real big wideout now. <laughs> no, he he's singing in the band. <laughs> Rick Goslin will be with us at the bottom of the hour. <laughs> We're going to talk to him, man. Hey, these numbers on salary cap. By the way, dude, wait a minute. How come you guys ain't giving your boy Howie Roseman love today? Are you really butthurt over the fact that Russell Wilson's not an eagle today? Okay? Your team's, you got the fifth best team in the NFC now. Oh, man. What's this? This, man, you guys are, but you know what? I was told this. That you guys did this. Tell me if 
this is true. When, when you, this was a, like a year after the Super Bowl, I think it was somebody told me that the Eagles won by three points. It was like 17-14. And people were going all over those two shitty radio stations in Philly and everywhere else going, man, you see that offense? We only scored 17 freaking points. Beat Atlanta. 17-14. I mean, dude, you got the win. D- bro, we couldn't score 20 points? What's wrong with this offense? <laughs> hey, dude, there's no BCS points in this shit with the NFL. They only count wins, not how you win. It's not a beauty contest in the NFL. Dude, you got to score 27 points today if you're going to be a true contender. Bro, to me, for being a true contender, you got to win 11 ball games. But it's how you do it, Silio. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, not, hey, man, I don't give a shit how it looks. I could win a game three to two. As long as I get to win, I don't care what it is. Okay? I don't. Three to two. Yes, you get to kick a um, drop kick. It counts. Remember, Flutie did it. First one in 47 years, Doug Flutie had a drop kick. No, wait, I think that's, I think it's two points. I don't give a shit about how it looks. Rodgers is 37, Bobby. Rodgers is 37. That is an absolutely horrific move by Denver. Really. Denver's in the conversation now for being a Super Bowl contender. And my boy Maniac thinks it's a horrible move. You won't hear from Seattle in the next five years. You won't hear from them. You know what it may end up doing? Costing Pete Carroll a gold jacket. That move may cost Pete Carroll a gold jacket. Well, he won a Super Bowl and he's been to one. So? So is Mike Holmgren. (laughs) Okay, I mean... I know a ton of coaches who have done that. I've won a Super Bowl and not in the Hall of Fame. Right? I think Brian Billick is a Hall of Fame coach. I don't. I think he's a really good coach. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think that. They gave up way too much. Says Maniac. So here, here. But Maniac. They gave up way too much. You mean like the Rams did to win a Super Bowl? How many people think, okay, wait a minute. I think this goes back to the Eagles. Hey, guys, since 2017, give me a grade on what you think the Eagles have been as an organization since 2017 to present. Tell me what you think. How many years in that time frame from 17 they win a Super Bowl? We wouldn't even count the Super Bowl. How many times have they been to the playoffs? Or how many times have they win the division? Or how many times did they have a 500 record? I know they had the horrible, before the nine and eight year, there were four wins, right? Four, 11 and one or something like that. How many, how, how much bad football have you had? Lawrence says C, Smile says D. Solid B. Okay. C, Gary says. So let's just take Gary. Okay, look. Look where you guys are. B, C, D, C. Okay. So, guys, you're telling me that 
for playing average football for the last four years or since you won that Super Bowl, you're telling me that you're not cool cashing in five years for a Super Bowl Lombardi trophy? Five average years. Five average years for a Super Bowl? Wouldn't you cash that in all night? And you now have all this draft asset, draft picks, cap space, team's playoff team. You're the fifth best team in the division. The division's getting weaker in front of your eyes, and you're not doing anything because you were smart and how you prepared for this moment. That's your GM too, guys. I'm starting to become a giant fan of this guy, Rosen. Howie Roseman, I'm starting to become a fan of him because he had the insight to see this. Let's take care of where our feet are. Let's get all this. Let's get all these benchmark guys we have that we've drafted, signed, We'll restructure four contracts, maybe Slay, maybe Fletcher's deal. Maybe we'll move Fletcher. Pick up 60% of the deal, get a draft pick back, a third rounder. Okay? Maybe, right? By the way, um, gratuitous backslapping. I saw someone say I'm the best on the air. Sorry I didn't recognize that because I always will recognize that. Thank you very much. It's my insecurities, by the way. Thank you. As you could tell. See, that's the difference between me and Xander and everyone else on the planet. You know what it is? I know my weaknesses. Okay? And I battle against them every day. (laughs) That mullet is on point, my friend. BF, kiss my ass. (laughs) Mullet is... (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You don't really think I mean that, do you, dude? Please. You know me better than that. Self-gratuitous. Hey, self-gratuitous backslapping is not a way to get people to be friendly with you. But then again, that's why Big Sills is maybe villainized, especially if you go over. Okay? The Manscaped has gotten to him. Huh. Speaking of Manscaped, perfectly done. Perfectly done, my friend. Manscape, how you doing? That's exactly right here. Weed whacker. Look at that, Xander. Weed whacker, baby. Here it is. Look at that. Way to go. You reminded me of Manscape. We now have support with Manscape. Okay. And we're getting it from our great friends there. And these guys were awesome. Wait till I show you my package. You guys are going to love my package. It's a huge package too, man. Hey, this is the best in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped protects the family jewels like no one else does. Like I said, better than Fort Knox. That's on me here. Over 4 million men worldwide trust Manscaped. And again, we have an exclusive offer for you. This is a big sales offer for you. You ready? 20% off worldwide. When it comes to shipping, if you use the promo code Cilio. S says in Sam, I-L-E-O. That's S says in Sam, I-L-E-O at manscaped.com. The math is correct now. I know this. It's 8 million balls. Guys, how you doing? Right? Okay. 
Now I'm going to do the most important thing. I'm going to show you my package. Not that package, jackasses. Here, I'm going to show you this one here. Look at this, man. Look at what they send you there. And look what they say there, too. Your balls will thank you. Good night. Got all the great little things in here. I don't groom in here. Xander says I should be very careful. Okay? I should be very careful when it comes to that because the weed whacker could kill me here, man. Okay? The weed whacker could kill me here. So do me a favor, man. Make sure you end up going there. And you end up going to manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping. Use the promo code Cilio. That's S as in Sam, I-L-E-O, manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com. Promo code is Cilio. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job, manscaped.com. That is, without a doubt, Big Cell sending you. I'm sure that's a great lead into my next friend here. That is Rick Goslin. <laughs> Hey, Rick, hey, I'm leading you into this segment with the weed whacker, just so you know. <laughs> you made Total Dan Stilio. You made my day seeing the creamsicle buccaneer jersey. <laughs> hey, Rick, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you um, the news of the day here. Aaron Rodgers, first and foremost, let's go there, because that was in the morning uh, being reported four years, $50 million dollars. Your first response and your first reaction when you heard that? Aaron Rodgers won. Now, I never thought he'd leave Green Bay. Uh, it's the best situation for him. If he leaves, Devontae Adams probably leaves, and the Packers drop down to, uh, again, a team that's looking for a quarterback. They didn't know what they had with Jordan Love. So I thought Rodgers played it correctly and is the big winner in this. So this was really about money? Oh, I think – In the end, Rick – it seems More, it's about money. It's always about money, Dan. You know that. I mean, when it comes right down to it, $200 million can put a smile on anyone's face. <laughs> Absolutely. But here, one last thing on that. Yep. So Jordan Love won't see the field for six years. Is this a is this, is this a come-to-Jesus conversation that they had in Green Bay where they went, that guy ain't the guy? Six years, Rick. He's not going to see the field, and he is a first-round pick. Yeah, I know that, but they looked at Aaron Rodgers and says, we've got the guy. This guy has won a Super Bowl. This guy is, is, is a Hall of Fame quarterback. We've got this guy. We'd be remiss if we don't play out the hand with him. I think they, they drafted Love with the intention that he would eventually replace Rodgers, but Rodgers hasn't shown any signs of slippage. And I was in, I was in Kansas City in 83 when they drafted Todd Blackledge. And he was the seventh pick of the draft. They took him before Dan Marino, took him before Jim Kelly. And he didn't play for three years. And by the time they put him on the field in his fourth year, he'd rusted out. You can't have a guy sit this long. I, I think they've got to trade love. I, I think they got to move him to give the kid a chance to, to have a career. You can't let him sit six years and expect him to be the answer. I, three years was too much for Blackridge. I was just – um, asked a question over here by uh, one of my viewers here, and I, I, I think it's a real good question here. Who do you think won the Denver-Seattle trade? Hmm. Denver? Like, I, but, I, I, but you know what? It took you a little bit because yeah, you must did, be did, like, yeah. you must think it's close. Denver did it with Manning. I think that's what's attractive. They, they brought another quarterback in. I, 
Yeah, it's, it's close, but I, I still go Denver. Here's what I said. I said two weeks ago in my mock draft that I thought that Seattle wanted to move off of Russell. How about this, Rick? Now that they got draft assets back off the uh, Jamal Adams deal, okay, them sending and getting uh, those draft choices sent to the Jets and they get Jamal Adams, are they now in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes then to try to potentially bring him up there? You still have to see how the Watson things plays out. You know, I think a lot of teams are going to be in on Deshaun Watson once they realize he is free and clear and able to play. Um, well, the Watson thing will be interesting if he if he gets off the off the hook on these these charges, he'll they'll they'll be a line longer than than uh, the gas lines this morning before the price jump uh, to to get him. He's Deshaun Watson's a franchise quarterback. If he you think play. he's going to be more than what? Seattle had to, or Denver had to give up. I see. I still think it's three ones for him because he's twenty six. Yeah, he, he's young, and, and he's the guy's a franchise quarterback. He won a college, and he'll win up here uh, again. He's got to get free and clear of these charges. But if he is, yeah, there's going to be a a lot of teams be lining up, willing to pay what it takes to get him because he he can be a difference maker. Okay, Rick, here we go. We're going into Dallas now. Huh. And I'm, and you tell me if you think I'm wrong here. I think the Cowboys are going to walk back a lot. I think you're talking about getting rid of Demarcus Lawrence. You're talking about jettisoning Amari Cooper. Those are going to be enormous impacts, one on Dak and also on, I think, Dan Quinn. You're not done there. I saw that they franchise tagged the tight end. They're restructuring Dak's deal. They're worrying about restructuring the roster. When you got teams in that division – like the Eagles that have three first-round picks, $30 million under the salary cap. You got Washington, who's a quarterback away from winning that division again. Right, right. And here's Dallas. Rick, I think the Cowboys are in big problems. And, I mean, that Ezekiel Elliott deal, they can't jettison him because they'd owe a big number on that cap. Next year, maybe they get rid of him. I know that I've loaded the question on you here, but I don't see a prosperous – future here for the Cowboys. Am I wrong? Well, they've got the, the Caps 208 million and they got four guys that make up roughly half that Dak, uh, Lawrence, Cooper, and Zach Martin. And, and they're going to restructure both uh, Dak and Zach Martin to, to get it down. But yeah, I, I think they've got to cut bait on the other two guys. They've got to create money. You know, you've tagged Darren Schultz. That's 10 million more on top of what they're, I think they were at uh, this morning, they were at 248. Schultz puts them at 258. Uh, they've got a jettison cash, and they need you do that by getting rid of big contracts. You can't get rid of lower end guys and expect to get 30, 40 million dollars uh, that you need. So it's the two guys. And Lawrence really hasn't been the same pass rusher since he signed the big contract. He had that 14 sack season, has not been the pass rusher. If you're going to pay a guy that money, you want him to get 14, 15, 16 sacks. That hasn't been the case. Cooper did not have a good year last year, under a thousand yards. Um, you know, I, you hate to lose them both, but if you brought everybody back, you've got status quo, and status quo isn't good enough. This is a team that's won four playoff games since they last won a Super Bowl. The Rams won four playoff games this postseason. This team is they've 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 lost their way financially. They're always restructuring. They're always you know. A, a cap problem every annually, every year, this time of year. Um, and the, the, the Zeke contract is, is going to bite them. And the Dak contract is going to bite them. You got to wonder is, is Dak 
is he Aaron Rodgers? You're paying these guys this type of money. Is is he Aaron Rodgers? Is he Drew Brees? Is he Tom Brady? Is he that guy? Aaron Rodgers, he lifts the play of everybody around him. And I think uh, with Dak, I think the cash pretty much lifts his play. And if you take, if you give him lesser pieces, and, and Cooper is a big piece that's going to be leaving, I'm not sure he's going to be as good a quarterback as he was last year when they led the league in offense. Rick, do you think Jerry has buyer's remorse on Dak? It's a quarterback. You've got to pay the quarterback. I think he would have loved to get him under that, but that was the market the market rate. I think he's probably got buyer's remorse on Zeke. Uh, you know, the, to give a running back that second contract, a, a big second contract, and he's a shell of himself. Right now, the best thing he does is, is let's pick up. You know, I, I thought for the Cowboys to be a Super Bowl contender, Zeke has got to compete for rushing titles. If Zeke is running the ball, Dak's a better quarterback. And that wasn't the case last year. Zeke had like five or six of the worst games of his career last season. I think that's the contract that's really, you know, biting him in the tail right now, more so than Dak. Demarcus Lawrence, Randy Gregory, um, are both those guys back on the team in 2022 or are one of those guys missing? Well, I think if you if you get rid of Lawrence, I think you can afford to keep Gregory and Doris Armstrong, uh, who is the kid probably will start. And if you get rid of Cooper, you probably keep both Gallup and uh, Cedric Wilson. So you're making a two for one uh, in each case. Now you're not going to be better. You're losing, you know, dad, uh, Lawrence should be an elite pass rusher and Amari Cooper should be a pro bowl receiver. You're losing two key pieces, but this is the cat mess they put themselves in every year. You, you've got to make dramatic changes to, to, to make it, make it all work. And it's going to cost them two elite players as a result. You know, Rick, this is a philosophical question on Jerry here. You know, since, and the benchmark will always be the Jimmy Johnson era because that's what Jerry constantly always resorts back to. But when you have your best highlights in your rearview mirror and you really haven't done anything, I mean, like you said, since 98, they've won three postseason games. I mean, guy, you're, you're, you're not elite. Tom Brady has five NFC wins in the postseason in two years in Tampa Bay. The Cowboys are not productive. Does this come down to Jerry Jones overvaluing his draft choices? Because when he he falls in love, look at the Jalen Smith deal. He thought he got yeah. a super deal on it because the guy was injured at Notre Dame. Then he signs him to that gigantic contract. And look at these contracts. There is no way. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys have a player at any position right now outside of Michael Parsons in the top five at their respected positions? Ooh, that's a good question. I think Zach Martin will be. He, he's certainly a top five player. Um, okay, there's one. Nice. <laughs> I think Diggs uh, would probably sneak into the top five based on the interceptions. There's two. But that's, yeah, that's, that's about Two it. for a Four team eight. that has a $250 million. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Rick, exactly. the math don't even have That's one play. of the issues. But, but Jerry has always fallen in love with status quo. He, he always overpays to keep his guys, and his guys haven't been good enough. Status quo is not good enough. It hasn't been good enough for 25 years. But he keeps paying, giving these big contracts to keep these guys, to keep the the the, the Jasons Wittens and the Tony Romos and Dak Prescotts and, and all these guys. He loves what he has, and what he has isn't good enough. You know, they need they need to stack two or three really great drafts and really hit on some players. Uh, they hit on Parsons. 
have a couple more drafts like that and get these cheap, good players cheaply under your cap, it, it's still going to be the draft. The, the draft made Jimmy, and the draft has killed Jerry, and that's been the difference between the, 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 the Super Bowl Cowboys and the Cowboys we see now. That's exactly right. I mean, they poured the cement with all those tremendous draft choices, and then they add a guy like Charles Haley, and it just kind of was the cherry on top of everything, and that's what set the Cowboys on their way. You know, mm-hmm. I'd be remiss if I didn't say this too. Um, I thought it was remarkable and I thought it was awesome that you being on that um, veterans committee put Dick Vermeil in that conversation to go into the pro football hall of fame. I've been around Dick Vermeil numerous times and the, and the reclamation projects when he took over that Eagle team, it was a train wreck. When he took over the Rams, it was a train wreck. I don't think it was a train wreck in Kansas city so much, but I mean, what was the determining factor in you guys putting him up for um, consideration for the Hall of Fame? Why did you vote for him? Well, it was, cl- it was close. It was Buddy Parker, oh, Dick Vermeil. Yeah, Buddy Parker, Dick Vermeil, Dan Reeves were all in, in the discussion. I thought Marty Schottenheimer should have been in the discussion as well. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Tell me something, Rick. Schottenheimer has 200 and like six or nine wins. Right. He's sixth all time. And I know he's four and 14 in the postseason. I get it. But if you look at John Madden's postseason record, he's a tick above because he got beat by the Steelers and Dolphins during those times. And John's postseason record, Mike Tomlin's postseason record, aren't that hot. I get it's glaring. But I think Marty in 22 years, uh, 21 years of coaching, was like two years he had a losing season. He's the most great coach. He's the most underappreciated coach in NFL history because all those coaches you mentioned – he never had a quarterback. He was doing it. He was he was winning division titles and getting top seeds with Steve Bono and Elvis Gerback. I mean, you know, the, the best quarterback he had was Bernie. Montana. No, it was Bernie, but Montana at the end. He went to an NFC yeah. title game with Montana at the end. Bernie was probably the second best guy he had, but there were short windows. And he he never had Dan Reeves goes to three Super Bowls with John Elway. Uh Vermeil wins a Super Bowl with Kurt Warner. I mean, you Give Marty Schottenheimer once during the 22 years a quarter, a, a franchise quarterback in his prime, he's in a Hall of Fame by now. He is the most underappreciated coach because he never had losing seasons, regardless who his quarterback was. He was going to play also guys like Dave Craig and Steve DeBerg. And, and Dave Craig was at the end, not not the, 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 the his prime years in Seattle. No, so I, it I think was Marty close. Was, it was close, Rick, on getting Vermeil. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it, it was, yeah, it was very competitive. Buddy Parker. Uh, is Jimmy Johnson a couple decades before Jimmy Johnson. He built a team that won three, and he coached two of them. And then he goes to Pittsburgh and did exactly what Vermeil did. He turned that franchise around, and they were competitive uh, when he left. Yeah, I think Buddy Parker was um, – he should have been in the Hall of Fame 20 years ago, frankly. But, yeah, it's, it, those, those coaching spots are competitive, and they're going to get more competitive – with one Holmgren and Shanahan, the other two, and Coughlin, the other two guys with two Super Bowls, gets in a discussion. Dick won one. Uh, Parker won two. Um, Reeves went to five. Uh, and in addition to what he did as a as a player, I mean, as a, you, you talk, he could be the ultimate contributor candidate beyond coaching candidate. But the, you know, we're only going to have a couple more of these coaching slots in the next few years. That's going to be very competitive because a lot of guys have won two. And a lot of guys deserve to be in. And Marty Schottenheimer's right there with him with no rings because he never had a quarterback. 
Rick, for you, what, what, what sells the point when it comes to coaching? Because coaches have the one loss records and they're so reliant on players and quarterback and this and that. I mean, you know, every, you every, really every, are who your record is. I'm just wondering what, what's, what's the selling point for you on what a hall of fame coach is? Because look at, look at what we're looking now, what's going on in Seattle. So, he loses a quarterback in Russell Wilson, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And really, he's had outside of Russell Wilson, I think four games over 500 with the Jets and Patriots, if I'm not mistaken, in his first two stints. Then he goes to Southern Cal, wins a national title, and he's got his career back on track. Then all of a sudden, he wins a boatload of games with Russell. Now we're starting to see him come back a little bit, non losing uh, or losing record he had last year. They're probably going to have a losing record this year. What's the selling point for you? It's How do you know he's a Hall of Famer? It's all about the quarterback. Every Hall of Fame coach is tied to one quarterback. They didn't win with Paul Brown. Except Graham. He's, in, in my opinion, he's, he may be the best ever because he had the three, three quarterbacks. None of them are Hall of Fame material. But you look at every Hall of Fame quarter, coach, one quarterback. Paul Brown, Otto Graham, Lombardi, Bart Starr. Chuck Noll, Terry Bradshaw, Montana, Walls, Jimmy, Aikman, Belichick, Brady. I mean, everybody, every one of these coaches is tied. If you're lucky enough to get that one guy, that one franchise quarterback that can get you multi-rings, you're going in the Hall of Fame. And that's why I think, um, again, I think Gibbs may be the best for that reason. And the, the guy next to that is Andy Reid. I mean, he, he, he did it. He, took, he went to Super Bowls with Donovan McNabb, and now he finally won one with Mahomes. But uh, – it's all about the quarterback. If you want a Hall of Fame coaching career, find a Hall of Fame quarterback. Final question for you. I'm glad you brought Andy Reid into this. I said this. I think Andy Reid is a better coach today than he ever was in Philadelphia because of this one factor. I'm not saying he had a bad relationship with Donovan McNabb because, you know, McNabb and him, they talk. They're fondly, you know, friends. They, yeah. they talk. But doesn't it seem like he's, a, he's just more engaged – with Mahomes, he talks about him. Hey, when times are grim, be the grim reaper. I didn't hear him talking like that when he was in Philadelphia. It just seems to be a more relaxed. Maybe, again, his family issues in, um, in, in Philadelphia. All of those lessons and all of those ups and downs in his life has made him a better coach. And you know what? I mean, I'll, I'll say it. I, I think Andy Reid's one of the top three coaches in the NFL right now. He's just – I think he's a great – I'd love to play for the guy. Okay, going back to what I originally said, Andy Reid is a better coach because he has a better quarterback. He's got he's got a guy that's gone to, to two Super Bowls. I mean, that's it, it's all about the quarterback position. I mean, it, it's the game is now run by the quarterback position, which is why the Packers are going to give Rodgers two hundred million, and you know the Broncos make that deal. You need the quarterback. If you have the quarterback, you have a chance. If you don't have a quarterback, you have no chance. Which is why the Rams went out and got Stafford. They knew he was a franchise quarterback if he had talent around him. It's all about the quarterback. Andy's a better coach because he has a better quarterback. But I agree. I think he's. I think Belichick, uh, Harbaugh, and Reed, Tomlin. I mean, there's that. There's a, a short list of the greatness in the coaching in the NFL these days. I hate just letting you go like this because there's so many more things. We didn't talk me. about the Hall of Fame. No, because you know what? Except for Vermeil. People do this to me. They go, Dan, don't you think Matthew Stafford's a Hall of Famer? I'm like, he's 85 and 96. <laughs> he's four and three in the postseason. Pump the brakes here. Let his story fill out because he may yeah. become over 500. Eli Manning is a 500 quarterback, but he's got two Super Bowl MVPs. That's probably going to be 
What's going to push him over the finish line? I go, but to call Matthew Stafford a Hall of Fame quarterback, you better stand in line. Yeah, I, I'm not out there calling Stafford or Manning a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, again, you look at the overall performance, what they did during the regular seasons, Eli flat 500. And Stafford, he was with a bad team, but, you know, that's that's part of the game. You still it's, at it's Megatron. Before you, yeah, you, but you still. I mean, you're the Detroit Lions, and the Lions had lost their way. They don't know how to win. They've forgotten how to win. They haven't. They have one since Buddy Parker and Bobby Lean left. So that was it, – it's been a – they've drafted all kinds of quarterbacks. Andre Ware, and, and they've drafted all kinds of quarterbacks first round. Joey Harrington, they don't pan out. And, and that's an organizational thing. You can't put that in a quarterback. Because you saw once Stafford was free of that, all of a sudden he's a great quarterback. And you're right. He's got you, you – he's got to get another ring before he wants to get in that discussion. Absolutely. Rick, I love talking to you. Thank you so much. Talk of Fame Network, too, by the way. With my great friend, Rick Goslin, Pro Football Hall of Fame voter. Always great catching up with you. Thank you, my friend. Okay. You got it. That is Rick Goslin. Hit the like button. Back to you. Look, he even thinks the Cowboys are in trouble. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today, and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
Welcome back. National Football Show. It's your boy, Big Sills, all groomed up. Look at that. You guys like the new digs, too? How about the new computer, man? Look at that. You guys can read. Even- hey, you guys can read my balls back there. How you doing? <laughs> Look at that. Now you can read my balls. Uh, all good, baby. All good. Hey, by the way, Thursday, 5.30, Seth Joyner. Seth Joyner will join us. I'm going to get his thoughts on what's going on in Philly and what's going on really in the NFL. This is crazy shit, man, today. I mean, two electric quarterbacks getting big news and big bags of money. How you doing? Right? <laughs> yeah. Balls don't fail me now, bro. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, hey, by the way, man, I saw somebody say something on Fox the other night, man. It was Fox News. And one of those parliament people from Ukraine go, yeah, Zelensky, he's got balls so big, they don't show up on Putin's radar. I'm sorry, I'm, I missed that. And then she said it again. I was like, holy shit. I love that, man. Really great. All right, so guys, wait a minute here now. You got to be excited where you are if you're the Eagles. Why would you blow this up now when everybody's imploding around you? The Giants are in ruin. Nobody, hey, by the way, nobody wants to play in Washington. No, no, no. Hey, you think free, you think only Russell Wilson is doing this in Washington? Hey, man, I want to. Hey, I'd I love to play in Washington. <laughs> you think that Russell Wilson's the only guy going, no way, I want no part of that. So you got the unknown going on with Brian Dable and all those dudes in New York with the Giants. Basically, Washington has been blacklisted by the players. Then you got the Eagles. The Eagles are sitting there going like this. Hey, man, you know what? You may not want to play, okay? But we're good. Made the postseason. We got all this draft capital. We have all this cap space. Screw you if you don't want to come play here. We're getting better anyway, in spite of you. And then what you start doing is this. Oh, look at Dallas. Dallas is imploding too. You, what do you think? Rick, Rick Gosselin's like this. The overvalue. We counted two players they have on that roster right now. That's a good thing. Let's take let's take a look at the Eagles for a second. I'm gonna show you where you are with the Cowboys now. How many players do you think the Eagles have that are in the top five at their respected positions? Let's think. You think Jordan Milano is one of the top five offensive tackles in the game? I do. You think that you think Kelsey is one of the top centers? I think he's the top center. It's two. So you have already equaled the Cowboys. You think Lane Johnson's top five? I do. You think Darius Slay is top five? Uh, maybe not, but you know, we could debate it. 
and you're 30 under and you're 30 over the cap or you're 30 under the cap. The Cowboys have a $250 million payroll right now. <laughs> and you got 11 draft choices. And you got three ones. I don't know about you, man. I would say this to you too. How about Hardgrave? He may not be top five DTs. He's probably top seven, eight. So you got a top 10 guy there? You got a better roster right now than the Dallas Cowboys. How about this? You think Miles Sanders is more productive than Ezekiel Elliott? I, how about this? I think he's as productive. Oh, but I'm not paying him $20 million? <laughs> Okay. Okay. What's for dinner, dude? Remember, whatever my wife is cooking, I don't ask that question. Oh, reading this. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> What's for dinner, honey? Whatever I'm cooking. Sounds like a meal. Sounds like a plan, baby. <laughs> okay, right? Oh, man. Hey, Seth Joyner, though, dog, we're going to look forward to talking with him on Thursday. So he's going to jump on with us, and we're going to talk to him some Eagle football, too. So, hey, here are those numbers. Quarterback. So get this. You know what's funny? You guys are going like this. Sills, you guys, you and you and Brooks on the middle. By, by the way, we'll be doing it again tomorrow. We're going to be doing it for the next couple of weeks here. You guys go like this. You guys were bashing Jalen, and now you think he's a $34 million a year guy? Well, let's take a look at what the market value is. The numbers came out today with the cap. Jalen Hurts would be in line right now for 29-7. That's, that's the going rate. He'd be a $30 million guy, 29-7. Running backs, 9-5. So let me get this right. Derrick Henry is a $9.5 million guy. <laughs> and Ryan Daniel. <clears throat> is a $30 million a year, dude. That is so messed up. Wide receivers, 18-4 is the minimum for a veteran superstar to get a franchise tag. Think of that for a minute. If the Eagles don't have one of them dudes on their team, you wouldn't franchise tag anything on that team. $10.9 million. For tight ends. O-line. By the way, you want to see the brilliance of your boy, Howie? 16.6. million bucks for O-line, but that's the minimum. DN, 17.8. Fletcher Cox is, hey, watch this. Fletcher Cox is $18 million against the cap for the Eagles this year. You know what the going rate for DTs is? 17-3. He's right there on market value. Top of the line defensive tackle goes for 18 million. I mean, goes for 17-3. So Howie's numbers are so close. Look, Ezekiel Elliott is an $18 million hit against the salary cap this year for the Cowboys. The going rate is 9.5. 
Zeke Elliott. <laughs> Look at where the Cowboys are getting killed here. The benchmark for cow for quarterbacks is 29-7. You paid Dak 42? You got killed on both of those. Hey, wait a minute. Amari Cooper, 18-4. You were murdered at the quarterback, the running back, and the wide receiver position by at least 15 million bucks a piece. My friends, that's $45 million that the Cowboys overspent for three dudes annually a year. Woo! <laughs> Dude, eight, the defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence, 17-8. He's a $24 million guy. How about that idiotic contract they gave Jalen Smith? They had to cut his ass. Now he's looking for a third team. Woo, baby. Woo-wee. Manicotti, Oria. Woo, man. Manicotti. I'm more of a seafood dude, maniac. Moneyball wins championships. Steve... Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Hugh, thank you, man. Oh, uh, wait a minute, Hugh. Hugh goes, nice show. You're so much like Xander. Uh, Okay, yeah, great. Okay, it was good. Whatever, dude. Hey, 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 right? Hey, was it better than that first hour train wreck yesterday? Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, man. It was funny, though, at least, right? It was funny. Hey, guys, back at the middle tomorrow with my friend Barrett Brooks. We have a lot of fun. I don't know what he's welding tonight. I have no idea what he's welding. We'll get a picture maybe later on, so we'll be doing that. Really appreciate it. Please hit the like button. If you missed any of it, go back and watch it. Share it. We really appreciate it. Till tomorrow, man, 4 to 6, Eastern time. We'll see you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.